is not Jehovah Rojo. Okay, Spanish. No. <laughs> it's supposed to be Greek or Hebrew. That ain't Spanish. You rolled that in your song. Y'all ain't never rolled Jehovah Rojo. Jehovah Rojo. Hey y'all, it's Ashley, aka Ash, and Shantavia, aka Shay, and, and this, this is Obedience Podcast. So we want to welcome you guys back to the second episode of our May Flowers series. Mm-hmm. So the anchor scripture for this series is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And in the Amplified Version, it says, For as many as are the promises of God in Christ, they are all answered, yes. So through him, we say our amen to the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And so the point of this series is to plant promised seeds into our hearts of the different things that we cleaned out in our spring cleaning series Mm -hmm. and so everything that we cleaned out we're planting new seeds which are going to be promised seeds so they can grow and grow in our hearts and minds and we can grow closer to God that's right and so as the saying says April showers brings May flowers And so that's why this series is titled May Flowers. So we've already covered salvation, the most important thing in all of our lives Mm -hmm. as Christians is that we are all saved through Jesus Christ. So today we're going to get into the second topic, which is going to be Good Shepherd. But Ashley's going to get more into detail on that. So throughout this episode, our objective is to teach you guys that God is our good shepherd. Mm -hmm. We want to let you know the definition of a shepherd and let you guys know that he is there for us as provision to give us nourishment for this walk. And to allow you guys to know his purpose for our life as well. So during this episode, we're going to break this down into two parts. The first part will be... Love or money. And then the second part will be relational love. So in doing so, we're going to cover John 10, 11 through 15. And it reads, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks and flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me. And I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I'm sorry to get into this topic right now. But before we do so, let's start off with a prayer and invite Holy Spirit in. All right, so let's go ahead and bow our heads. Father God, we just want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing us together another time 
to allow people to know your viewers, your children, to know the promises that you have given us, Father. We thank you that you are our good shepherd and that your will for our life is to have a rich and satisfying life through you. We thank you that you give us a covering, that you give us protection, you give us provision, and you give us nourishment throughout this walk with you, God. We pray that our listeners be able to understand and to know, to walk and to exercise the knowing that, and to stand on the knowing that you are our good shepherd, that you will not leave us nor forsake us. We thank you, Lord, and we just invite you in on tonight. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the first topic where we will be discussing for love or for money. Well, we'll be talking about the first few scriptures in our focus scripture. So John chapter 10, where we're going to focus on verses 11 through 13. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just want to start by saying that in the previous verse, it lets us know Satan's, his ultimate goal or his purpose for our lives is to take something away from us. But look at Jesus's promise or his purpose for our lives is to give us something. We know that it's not for any gain for Jesus. Like he wants to give us something like freely. So we know that, you know, to answer the first question, that is not for, you know, any money. That he wants to do it freely. So it's for the love that he has for us that he gives us his rich and satisfying life. So I did want to lay the foundation of the Greek definition of a shepherd. And it says, someone who the Lord raises up to care for the total well-being of this flock. So the thing that stood out to me was the total well-being. Mm-hmm. So God isn't only concerned about our spiritual walk with him. Like he wants to take care of us in totality. Like everything. Like finances, our health, our wealth, our body, our minds. He wants to totally take care of us. And I do believe it's like he can only work with what he has. Like if you're not giving him your mind, if you're not giving him your finances, if you're not giving him your life. How can he work with something that he does not willingly have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he wants to take care of you in all ways. But the key is if you let him. Like, won't he do it? Mm-hmm. If you let him. I always say, he'll do it if you let him. Mm-hmm. That's the key word. When I read verse 12 in the NIV version, it says the higher hand. Mm-hmm. And I automatically thought of like a nanny. So most of the time, people really don't want nannies to raise up their children, you know, those parents who want to be hands-on parents because Mm -hmm. the nanny is not going to love your child as much as you love them. They can have a connection with your child and they can really care for your child, but they're not going to love your child as much as you love Mm -hmm. your child. And so, you know, if things look a little funny with a paycheck, they're not going to stick around for the love of the child. Mm -hmm. They're going to leave. Whereas parents, they're just not going to up and leave if, say, you get a bad diagnosis at the doctor about your child. They're going to stick around and do what they have to do for their child. And that's pretty much what Jesus was comparing this to when Mm -hmm. he said the higher hand. As soon as the higher hand sees the wolf, Mm -hmm. which is like the attack of the enemy, he is going to abandon the sheep. And when the wolf attacks the sheep, the sheep scatter. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I've I've never seen a video of this with sheep, but I've seen it with 
lions attacking um, gazelles mm-hmm. in Africa. The gazelles are all beat together. Then out of nowhere, they all scatter trying to run away from the lion or the mm-hmm. leopard. I may be saying it wrong, y'all. It's okay. I'm a history girl. But they all scatter. And so, like Ashley said, Jesus isn't in it for the money. Mm-hmm. He He wasn't just merely doing a job or just performing a duty because... He got sent down to do it like he loves us. We have to remember that God embodied himself in Jesus. And because of that, he loves us the same as God loves us because he is God. And so he wasn't just coming down here to to get the job done, to get the sacrifice completed. He really does love us. Piggybacking off of when the, the flock scatters, when the wolf comes and attacks. I read Ezekiel 34, 11 through 16. My study Bible led me there. So I want to point out, I want you to read the whole 34, 11 through 16. So in Ezekiel 34, 11 through 16, this is when it's prophesied that the Lord will be Israel's shepherd. Verse 12, it says, I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered. On a day of clouds and darkness. Mm -hmm. So right there it's saying that even when the wolf comes, you know, after our higher help let us down, God is still going to rescue us from all the places that we were scattered when the enemy came in and attacked Mm -hmm. and threw everything out of place. He's still going to go and rescue us by himself. He's not going to hire somebody else to go find us. He's going to do it himself. Mm -hmm. And then verse 15 says, I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the sovereign Lord. He is going to tend his sheep. He's taking ownership. And I don't know if y'all know the earthly definition of a shepherd is a person who tends and rears sheep and they guide or direct sheep in a particular direction so sheep are completely dependent on the shepherd to know which way to go to be protected Mm -hmm. for their food to clean them to nourish them and that's what god does for us he is our shepherd we are dependent on him for our provision guidance protection peace healing He does all of that for us because he is our what? Good shepherd. Yes, he is. Also want to point out Isaiah 40 and 11. It lets us know that the shepherd gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. And I actually have like a picture on my wall. Like it's it's literally a shepherd holding the sheep like close to his heart. So if I never need a reminder, like I can look at the picture and know that God is my shepherd that I shall not want. He making me lie down in green pastures and quote the 23rd numbers of some. So it lets me know that like our bond as God being my father and me being his daughter, like it's not for any type of status or not for money. Jesus literally laid down his life for us. It was a choice for him. He did it not because he was hired, but he chose to do so. And that's the you know, that's the foundation of love. Like, you choose to do something. If it's mm-hmm. forced, then it's not going to come off authentically. Also, I wanted to point out, too, about the 23rd Psalm. 
So if you notice, it's written by David. And mm-hmm. we all know that David was the king of Israel. If you don't know, David, prior to becoming the king of Israel, he was a shepherd boy. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is so sovereign of God to have had David be a shepherd. Yeah. Physically on the earth, which David was a king, just like we know eventually Jesus became the king of us all, who Mm -hmm. is the ultimate shepherd of them all. But and we all know that Jesus came from David's bloodline. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just another point of how sovereign God is. So when David wrote this psalm, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. He knew what it took to be a shepherd. Mm -hmm. He didn't say those words just because it sounded good. He said those words because he knew what it was to be a shepherd. He tended his sheep for many years. That's what he was doing when Samuel came to look for him. He Mm -hmm. was out there taking care of his sheep. And his brothers was like, I need to be chosen. He's out there taking care of his sheep. Doing what he was supposed to do. So he knew what it meant. To be a good shepherd. And so when he said those words, the Lord is my shepherd, he meant it. Mm -hmm. He knew what it meant. It wasn't just by happenstance that he said it. He knew it. So it leads us to the next part of this episode. It's the relational love section. We will cover verses 14 through 15. And it reads, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. And my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me. And I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Period. If that ain't no relationship, I don't know what is. (laughs) You hear me? One point that definitely stuck out to me and it just stayed with me was the I know my sheep and my sheep know me. The fact that God knows me, like little old me, like it's a billion people on this earth. Like, I don't know if it's a billion, but you know, it's a lot of people on this earth. And he knows me. Like, Ashley B. Petway. Like, he knows me. He knows what I'm comfortable with. And that's why he leads me outside of my comfortable zone, comfort zone. Because that's the area of, of growth. So, he knows, like, how to make me uncomfortable to grow. And in that growing, he leads me beside the still waters. Going back to the 23rd number song. Yeah. And he restores my soul in those moments. Mm-hmm. So, he knows exactly what I need. To hit, you know, to prepare me for the next season, the new seasons of my life. And even in those moments, like, of uncomfortability, we have to know that his rod, his staff will comfort us in those moments. In the King James Version, it says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah. So I wanted to point out those two verses because it, it it hits more on what you were saying, Ashley, about he knows us. He knows which green pastures <laughs> and which still waters is going to restore our soul. It's different for everybody. Yeah. So we went on vacation recently and Ashley's tranquility is found at the beach. Some people hate sand. (laughs) Some people hate the heat. That's not for everybody. Some people rather be on a lake. You know, it's not as 
a big body of water. <laughs> Some people rather be on the mountainside. He knows as to where he knows what's exactly mm -hmm. going to restore our soul. But we only reach those green pastures and those still waters by obediently following him. That goes back to what a shepherd is. Yeah. A shepherd leads and guides the flock in the way that they should go. It's going to be for protection. Mm -hmm. It's going to be for guidance. It's going to be for provision. So in order to get to those areas, we have to follow our shepherd yeah. in the way that he's telling us to go. So the question is, are you following the lead of your shepherd as a sheep? Are you trying to be a lion or a leopard? Or are you trying to be the sheep that you were designed to be? Mm -hmm. And to go back to the second part of the third verse where it says, He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So righteousness, when we're in righteousness, we're on the right path. Mm -hmm. I think in the NIV version, it said he leads me in the right path. And let's say he puts up his staff to just be like, stop. But you, that sheep, that be like, man, you just keep going your own way. You're going to be separated from the flock. So when we choose to go down the wrong path, when we choose not to obey him or we choose to sin, we are choosing to go our own way. Mm -hmm. And we cannot blame our shepherd for the environment that we place ourselves in exactly. because we chose not to follow his way. But I really, really wanted to point these two verses out because I wanted to talk about a recent experience that I have to be honest, open, and transparent. So I've been having a really hard time and it just like hit me all of a sudden. And it's just an example of back to how sovereign God is. I know Yasmin, I could <laughs> sis. Yasmin went live Wednesday and she was talking about this book or this author. And she rec she was recommending like a lot of her books and I just asked so, you know, which one do you recommend to read first? Because she was going up for her, y'all. And so she said, read Uninvited first. I didn't even know what the book was about. When I looked it up on Amazon, I didn't even read the description. Mm -hmm. I just ordered it because I was like, oh, $8, that's, that's a good price. Maybe it'll be here before our trip. Mm -hmm. It didn't get here, y'all. But it was here when I needed it. So when I got back from the trip, like I told y'all, I had been having a hard time with the enemy attacking me with the feelings of loneliness again. And so when I got home, I opened my little package, I read my book, and y'all will never believe that the book literally is about when you feel lonely or not needed in this world. How in the world would I have known to go buy that book if he wouldn't have known what the enemy was going to throw up against me. <laughs> but that's how caring he is. He knows what we need even when we don't need it. Yeah. Going back to what you said, he wants to take care of us, but we have to allow him to. Mm -hmm. Going back to what you said about that, he, he's always given us opportunities to where he can take care of us, but we have to accept that help. You have to that help. You have to choose if you want to sit in what you're going through or you want to give it to him mm -hmm. so he can help you go through it. He's a good father. I know we're talking about Shepherd, 
But he is a good father, and he is going to take care of his children. He knows what you need. I, I'm proof. He knew what I needed before I even knew what I needed. Mm-hmm. So if if he did it for me, if y'all didn't watch Lakeisha's interview, you already know he can do it for you. Right. He's not going to lie. He said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And that is a prime example of him never leaving me and never forsaking me. Because even when I have the thoughts of, okay, I'm alone, I don't have anybody, he's giving me a way to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Man, that's like one of the, the most infamous tricks of Satan, I feel like. If he can try to get make you feel like you you're living this life alone or you're lonely or you like like you don't have anybody then he got you but it goes back to verse one of the 23rd number of psalms like the lord is my shepherd i shall not want you're not alone we got jesus we have friends yeah. even we have friends that we can confide in we have you got us <laughs> that we can, that if you're going through something we can point you right back to God. We can point you right back to a reference of scriptures. And even if you need to vent, you have somebody that can do that as well. So we are not meant to live this life alone. In this walk, we are not alone, and nor are we lonely. In my routine of things, how the enemy does it for me, yeah, you got your family. But he'll make it seem like, okay, yeah, but you may have this one friend, but guess what? You ain't got another one. You ain't got another one. So sometimes he can make it seem to where you can't even argue with him. Because he's like, yeah, you're right about that. It is it, it is kind of looking like that with that friend. But it just goes back to what Ashley said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You just got Jesus. Like, if you can't even fight with the enemy and say, well, I got this friend. Just be like, well, I got Jesus. What can he do with that? How can he argue about that? Well, I got Jesus, and that's more than enough. Even though that's not true, y'all like like Ashley said, y'all got us. But if you're in the pits of it, and he's going back and forth forth with you with the lies, just remember, I got the Lord. I got my shepherd, mm-hmm. my good shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah. So just remember that. Even going to like the fourth verse where it says, "For thou art with me." He's with you consistently. He's consistently with you at all times. Yeah. He's a continuous shepherd. Like He's just not concerned about you confessing with your mouth that, that he's your savior. He's with you the entire phase. Like the entire, tra- with the transforming of your mind and just um, getting to know him. He's still there. That mm-hmm. comes with another promise that he's never leaving you nor forsaking you. So he's still there. Yep, just answer the door. Yep, pick, open the door to him. He's not going to just show up and be like, hey. You know, you have to open the door and be like, okay, God, I just invite you in to the situation. I invite you in. Show me that I'm not lonely. Help me to see that I have people around me that care for me. Yeah. Because I was there some years back. It wasn't until I had got out of the situation or gotten out of those doubts. I was just like, man, that was show was playing because look at all these people that do care for me. That's waiting on me to open up because I realized that even in relationships, we can apply this to relationships as well. Like shaking out only helped me what, what I let her know. 
sometimes we as people, we don't know that you're going through stuff. So you have to let people know, like, hey, I feel lonely. Let's go for a ride. Or, like, you know, even though, like, the simple things help sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, and also realize who you have around you. If y'all haven't seen our Daily Regiment episode, definitely go back and watch it. Because I definitely stole Ashley's, like... Counseling session with God. What did you call it? Mm-hmm. That's what you call therapy it? Therapy session with therapy God. Therapy with God. I got me a little, a little journal that's yeah. specifically for my therapy session with God. And I'm just pouring out to him and telling him how I feel, telling him what I'm going through. It's different than just a regular prayer. It's, it's outside of, hey, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Or this is who I'm praying for. It's like, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. These are the thoughts that I'm having. <laughs> this is the battle that I'm having with the enemy. Help me. <laughs> but yeah sometimes you may not feel better after the first session guess what this therapist is free y'all free y'all can keep day. going back you know my earthly therapist she only can talk to me every two weeks but God can talk to me every single day whenever yeah. I need him I can pour out to him So, I talked about how he knows us, but in verse 14, it says, my sheep know me. So, I just wanted to point out, if you don't feel like you know God fully, check out our Unreliable series, because we did a whole episode on who God is for you guys. Psalm 23, verse 6, where it says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, Mm -hmm. and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, as our good shepherd Goodness and mercy is going to follow us, his sheep, for all the days of our lives. And we get to dwell in his house Mm. forever. So, I want to be a sheep and follow in obedience to my good shepherd. Mm -hmm. He's a good shepherd, not a bad shepherd. So, I want to. I want to live in goodness and mercy all the days of my life. Mm -hmm. Even if harm comes my way, I know that my shepherd is right there to step in and take over for me. If I get lost and go off on my own track, like we said before, he'll go out and find that one sheep out of mm-hmm. the 99. Well, out of the 100, he'll go and find that one yeah. sheep. Even though he has 99 over here, he cares that much just for me. So really, that's what makes it relational. Like he laid down his life for us. Yep. So that we can receive his sacrifice. And have an abundant life. To have that rich and satisfying life that it says in verse 10. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, yeah, God died for us. But they don't realize, yes, he died for you. Take everybody out the picture. He died specifically for you to be on this earth right now. Make it relational to you. Stop making it so big. Because sometimes when we make it so big, we Mm -hmm. lose the importance of it. The sincerity of yes. it. The intimacy of mm-hmm. it. That's good. But him dying was just for you. Be selfish in this moment. He died just for me. Yes. Just for me. He died just for me. But the first step that we have to do is to receive him as our savior. So through Jesus Christ, we are offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with our good shepherd. Yeah. That is right. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect time to do so. If you would like to accept Jesus as your Savior, it's very simple. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus, I know without you, 
I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I receive you today and give you the throne of my heart. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sin. Amen. So just like that, it's that simple. If you repeated that prayer after us, you are now a part of the kingdom citizenship. And you have received salvation. Yes, congratulations. This is the best decision that you have ever made in your life. It is. So no if- cap. Is that what they say? No yes, cap. that's what they say. No <laughs> cap. If you did repeat that prayer after us, be sure to connect to a Bible teaching church. Mm-hmm. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description below where we go live every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we also have a special Bible study every first Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So comment down below how God has been a good shepherd to you. We want to know. Yes. Let's brag about God down in the comment section. Let's show out. Let's <laughs> done. Yes. <laughs> All right. And if you haven't already, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button. And be sure to subscribe to our channel. We are on the road to 500 subscribers. So help us out. And then hit that bell notification so you are notified every single time we upload. That's right. And be sure to go ahead and share this message with five of your friends. We want to get the word out that, you know, God is our shepherd. Jehovah Raha. Yes. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on your screen right now. And then be sure to follow us on our Facebook life group where we actually do life together. Also, if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we will stand in agreement with you. Yes. And then remember to download our free printable that we have for this month. It is a listing of 25 promises of God with the corresponding scripture as Mm -hmm. well. So it's a great supplemental tool to use for this series. Yes. So be sure to check us out Tuesday doing our live interview with our special guest, Miss Purpose Williams. Yes. Where we'll just go in depth and ask some questions regarding God, our shepherd. All right. So that's all that we have for you guys today. I feel like we gave y'all great examples of how mm. God is a good, good shepherd. And just remember to... Lean on his promises. Yeah. That's what we're learning about all this series, right? Mm-hmm. So be sure to spread the good news yes. and let a friend know. Mm-hmm. And then until next time, as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all then. Bye.